0: So it's only appropriate, I think, that our, uh, our colleague travel agent, Ms. O'Meara, is not with us today. Yeah, I kind of meant to bring she's that traveling. up that our one traveler was out traveling. how that happened. It's a work day, so she's traveling as we as we bring in. It's a Thursday,
1: Friday, so she's it's out. Thursday, Friday.
0: Yeah, th- f- she's That three-day work week. She was in, in on Monday. I got a plan for the, ever, plan for the next ever, two days so I like, can travel Thursday, Friday.
2: Have you ever looked at a calendar and figured out how much Vacation time she's taken in a year, just curious. A
0: while back I decided not to do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because he paid the price. Three and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: so but she's here in spirit. We thought we would talk about travel while Nikki was in the air, literally in the air, going to her next destination. Uh that we're today we're we're talking to a travel agent. Joy Thrun, uh, Lansing, uh Lansing legend when it comes to travel. She founded uh, Classic Travel in the early 80s, I believe, um, and you know has been running an Okemos ever since. She's now um, kind of quasi-retired, but has not slowed down. She's traveling the world, and sh- today her you know, she's landed at the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. Ooh, that was nice. You like that? Yeah, Great. well done. Okay, you're listening to the <laughs> Cold Oatmeal Podcast. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> okay. It's true though. Yikes! <laughs> Don't
3: yikes! Me. It was a. It was just a. A thing that I said.
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> that I regret. Seeing. On a podcast that was recorded. That everybody can. That was hear. sent out to thousands of people.
1: Oh. Really, thousands? Oh, six. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cold Oatmeal, a podcast by the Rush Strategies team about PR and public affairs. Really.
3: I was distracted staring at Joe's Cold Oatmeal. Yeah, well, it's you here. has got it yeah. On, yeah. His, it's, on his It's desperate. always here. It's always here. And by the way, the, the, the ratio of like fruit to disgusting is like 1 to 10. It's got some disgusting stuff and some fruit. Yeah, There's like nothing disgusting. One part well, what's, fruit. What, what in there is disgusting? I don't even know what's in it. But it, it looks like cucumber mash and maybe a couple of chopped apples did you have burger king for breakfast what was your that
2: <laughs>
0: okay welcome back episode two we, you know what we started season six got through episode one it's always wonder it's always a mystery if we're gonna make it back to episode two <laughs> um but i think we, we're powered through and here we are episode two welcome back everybody Thank you for Yeah. Thank you having for having us me. Here.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Anytime, Carly, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> <coughs> this is Matt Resch. Um, I am the owner of Resch Strategies. We put this little podcast together. At this point, not every two weeks, basically just whenever we feel like it. Which happens to be about every two weeks. Or (laughs) when we can find interesting people to talk to. And today we have found a very interesting person to talk to. Um, We are a public relations and a public affairs firm in Lansing, Michigan. Probably not a place that our guest today has sent too many of her clients on trips. But maybe we can ask her about that. Um, You can find this podcast on our website at reststrategies.com. All of our episodes are there. Also on Apple. Apple Podcasts. Um, I should look at my notes. I am blanking on where all the pod, all the places.
1: Anywhere at, you can get
0: Spotify, it. Apple Pod. Thank you. Our website, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere where podcasts can be found. Found there, and of course the Twitter feed at Cold Oatmeal Pod. They might again people might be tweeting there or not. We'll see. Maybe we people after today they need to send us their travel. Trouble questions and travel tips. Maybe we can go back to our guests cool. and be, get some get, get some answers. So around the room, uh, today we've got looking across in the orange sweater. Nick DeLu is here.
4: Anna Heaton. Carly Buell.
0: Joe Bashy. We've mentioned that our, our world traveler Nikki O'Mara is not with us. She is in, in route to Salem for Halloween, checking out the witch trials. <laughs> <laughs> what if she gets poor Robert <laughs>
4: burned at the stake?
0: Oh, if she floats. Then who are we going to make fun she... of? I, in in memoriam. In mem- <laughs> mem- oh we, we, could, we could make fun of Nikki forever. <laughs> um, yeah. So Nikki's not with us. And Stephanie is not with us either. She'll be back at some point. But today we do have a great guest. Joy Thrun. Joy uh, has been working in travel since she was in high school. Literally got her first job in travel when she was, I think, a senior in high school. Uh, working at at AAA, uh, selling people trips, and then started classic travel in the early 80s, turned it into a a growing, thriving business over in the Okemos, Michigan area. Uh, She is now somewhat newly retired, but still traveling all over the place with her husband, Tom. And today, she's going to be talking to us about travel. So, Joy Thrun. Joy Thrun of Classic Travel. Welcome to the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. This is exciting. Thank you for
5: having me. This is exciting.
0: We we are going to live vicariously through because we don't go anywhere. Anna goes places. <laughs> Anna, Anna Anna's everywhere. gone places. <laughs> um, I don't go anywhere. Nick doesn't go no. anywhere. So we we are thankful for you to kind of help us figure out how we can go go places.
5: <laughs> but even if you don't get. Um, if you don't travel a lot, you still like to think about it, right? Mm -hmm. Like if, if you, if money was no object, where would, where would you go? Oh, Europe for sure. Yeah. I I would just
1: stay for months and just (laughs) train around and see it all for sure. Have you been yet? Yes. I've been to Amsterdam, Paris and London on a study abroad, but I'd go back to all three and then I'd see everything else while I was over there.
5: Yeah. So yeah, travel changes you, though, it, <laughs> for those of us who have traveled. And and I guess it is it appropriate to say, Matt, that we've traveled together.
0: We have traveled <laughs> together. It is appropriate. So you
4: have left the state of Michigan.
0: <laughs> I have yes. once. Yes, we went. We went to an exotic country. Even we went to Panama.
4: I wow. love like that trip. That was one too. of my
0: favorite trips.
4: I. You know.
5: I. I again, traveling's continuing education, and uh, I learned so much in Panama, and then. Um, Watched that Tom Cruise movie, American Maid, on the plane on the way back, and it was so... So significant, right?
0: I have to admit that, you know, so we went because we work with the Michigan Funeral Directors Association. And people don't know this about funeral directors, but they go on really cool trips. And so they have a midwinter conference. And you were a speaker? I was a speaker. I had wow. to go. And so I had to speak. And so I got to go. And I, for years, they would always say, we're going to be gone for this trip. And I'm like, when do I get to go on? <laughs> <laughs> And so they finally one year call and said, we'd like you to do one of the speaking, you know, continuing education things. We're going to Panama. And I'm like, Panama, like you finally asked me, and we're going to Panama.
5: (laughs) And of course, everyone uh, thought it was like a third world uh kind of, you know, take off your jewelry. Which I've never understood this, you know.
0: Oh, you better not. Yeah, but we saw Brenda and I went, and it was amazing. It was, it was a
5: and downtown Panama looks like Dubai. I mean, would you have expected this? I mean, it has this (laughs) dramatic architecture, Hmm. and it's very contemporary and casinos, and and then the Eco tourism is also, mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah.
5: I thought, even uh, richer than Costa Rica. And then you got to like transit the Panama Canal. We actually.
0: You took the trip up through the canal? Yeah,
5: yeah. Oh, you turned around the lake and came back. You didn't yeah. go all, all the way through. But just think about that engineering feet yeah it's know? wild not to mention the drug traffic of the 60s of course i'm older than all of <laughs> you so i mean that was sort of the the big thing back
0: well, then. and the amazing thing about that city too was how it it just erupted in like the last what was it been 20 25 years since panama opened back up again or opened up yeah. And it was really nothing until that point. I mean, the city popped out of, out of nowhere. And, you know, you uh, always talk about,
5: I don't know if you all feel the same way, and certainly you did with all those three cities, but food is such a big thing when you travel. And because so many cultures came to build the canal, so the food scene there is... Uh, really fantastic. Did you go downtown at night? And, yeah. and the old everybody town was dresses amazing. up. You know how the Spaniards dress oh, yeah. at mm-hmm. night. And it, w- it was really a cool experience. I think I
0: had the biggest vodka tonic I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember taking a picture of it and saying, I need to bring this back to America because bars need to start making drinks this big. <laughs> this is amazing. Well, I
5: remember drinking uh, Vuv at uh, the, one of these rooftop bars with Karen and Phil. And yeah, it was, it was really a... That was a great trip. And I have to say, I don't want to... You know, sound too solicitous, but you know, you uh, typically when I escort a group, you don't, you're not expected to or required to sit through the lectures, but. I, I sat through every single one of yours because it it, it affects everybody's business. Your how you present yourself and uh, yeah.
0: And I think so we did some so. crisis communications role playing there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was really that yeah. was really
5: fun. Did Matt engage in any Alyssa activities? Well, not that I not that I can confirm. Okay, but we were uh, there for a
0: long time. <laughs> <laughs> I did wander off campus a couple of times. So I want to. We have. I've got a bunch of travel questions. Okay. I hope okay. the team has brought travel questions. So we just want to pepper you with things. I'm, <laughs> okay, great. You, and I'm going to start off with: What okay. is the single biggest mistake people make when they travel?
5: Gosh, Matt, it, it really depends. I think a lot of times it's um, you know doing too much. Like when people will go to Europe, they'll say, you know, I want to start out in and, and I I want to go from London to Italy, and it's, you know, just too much. And uh, so I think... Um, I would say really not taking the time to plan a trip. And you know that I was listening to one of your podcasts and talking about how much news there is out there these days. It's the same with travel. There's so much out there that I think it almost gets confusing. So I think with travel, um, you don't know what you don't know. So I think it's not, I, I would say it's not getting good advice about travel, which is what I'd like to do going forward. Um in my life is I feel like I know so much stuff that uh, it it can really make a huge difference in, in people's travel experiences.
0: If you're not a big traveler and you're kind of nervous to get started, you know, like you say, I've always wanted to go to these places, but I just never go. What advice do you have for someone who wants to get started as a traveler?
5: Well, and you know, the, uh, I, I remember, um, when I jumped off the at the the highest bungee in South Africa, there was a T-shirt that
0: said. I have a feeling like she's going to drop it, it, these little yeah, lines but, in. But, yeah, exactly. no big deal. They, they, they always
5: say travel agents don't drop names; we drop places. You know, so. <laughs> but but the T-shirt said, uh, "Fear is temporary, regrets forever," and that's where I feel. Uh, I feel like. I've made a difference in people's lives because I think you're apprehensive when, when you travel, as you know. And, uh, so I, I, I think talking to a professional, someone who's been there, and that's, that's what I think happens. People will call and say, I want to talk to someone who's been there because you really want someone to, um, to talk you off the cliff. And I think because I've traveled with so many groups, um, from farmers to, high school marching bands to doctors and funeral directors. <laughs> I, I know what people are apprehensive about when they go on customs and um, how to handle money and, and that kind of thing. So I think getting good advice, uh, having someone to talk to um, versus just uh, doing everything online makes a huge difference.
0: Where's, what's the first, first place you would say to go? Like the first, like the first place. If I'm a, a novice traveler, any place in the world, what's the what's the best city in the world to go do my very first trip?
5: Well, you know, but travels like art, and my husband Tom always says that travels like art. It's different things to different mm-hmm. people. It, it depends on if you're a beach guy or if you're a. You know, if you're more interested in doing history and in art and culture in Europe. so, um, you know, I like everything, but I would say that um, Audrey Hepburn once said Paris is always a good idea. So I always <laughs> say to people that you you shouldn't get married or certainly not have children until you've been to Paris. So let that be a lesson to you. but uh, I you know, I, I really think that um, and again, from your perspective, Politically and culturally, I think I think it's really important to travel, and you know when you're when you're in Europe uh, in particular, don't you agree? Yeah, it just like changes your perspective. Yeah,
3: you got so, that Joe Paris. It's on your Have list. Have you been? No. <laughs> you've been married <laughs> He's married and has kids. He can't he, go. Yeah. Real. She says, I've been to Paris. I want to go back to Paris. And she goes, Well, you've got to go to Paris. So,
2: Well, can I go there cheaply? Yeah. <laughs> I've, been,
5: I've been working on him.
2: We'll okay. go. All right. You know,
5: it, he it's, knows it's in the cards. Oh, and I think people think travel is more expensive than it is. So I, I knew that Matt wanted to go to um, London in, in, in March. So I, I did this, and I want to see what you think about this. I did round trip airfare from Detroit. For two people with five nights hotel, I was thinking maybe you just wanted to go see a soccer game. Um, what, what do you think that costs per person? Airfare, five nights hotel, tax, tips. I have no idea. Nine hundred bucks. Oh, that is. I was oh, going to say is, two thousand. I, was say 2000. Yeah, I, was I say know. Nine hundred dollars per person. So the the thing for the whole
2: thing uh, for, for the plane and the and the in hotel. The hotel. Really. And
5: and and. <laughs> Okay. So, so I think going back to the mistakes that people make, I think they wait too long. They think, like, if I'm going to go to Europe, I have to have three weeks. And we all know what it's like to step away from our lives for three weeks, especially if you have kids, especially yeah. if you have five kids. <laughs> but, um, so the thing is to think yeah. that in March, and this, that's real time. I did a March 23rd with Five Nights Hotel. So $900, you could go to there London.
0: You go. Are you going to London? we are we're, yes we're planning we are going to england where right. have you been the, here
2: i don't know i must been not a, have been
0: here when we talked about this although no. do I, we
2: need to cut this do your kids listen to my uh, well, chances this is,
0: well, they don't and they won't but this is the boys christmas present so, oh, so we, oh, gosh, thankfully, gosh,
4: thankfully, thankfully they that. are not
0: among our eight listeners so they will not they will probably not listen to this but yes the plan is to go to england for spring break for a, a good chunk okay it's exciting to take. Him exciting. Were you
2: sitting in the kitchen when you talked about this? Weren't no, you right there.
3: No, this is the first time you okay. about it.
1: Nick's attentive; he would have remembered. We yeah. didn't I notice that you right
3: there. Clearly. yeah, I know. No one, no one notices when I'm gone.
4: <laughs> no, sorry that's not true.
3: So, if
2: travels like art, can we ask you about some of your favorite places? Like, what's your favorite place to go? Where you're planning a trip for yourself? Where are you going?
5: You know, it's it's funny because people ask you that a lot, and it's so hard to compare. You know. Um, Cape Town South Africa to Tahiti, you know so um, but but I would have to say if if I had to pick a favorite place it probably would be South Africa okay. primarily mm-hmm. because it yeah, I'm a nature lover. Um, so you know you've got animal viewing, but you also have great wine, great food. Um, so I think uh, South Africa is probably my favorite. I, I really I love Thailand too. That's a real um, favorite place, uh, of mine. But again, I,
2: you haven't uh, been to all seven continents, have you? Is Antarctica the only still one on I list? haven't
5: done is Antarctica. Okay. And you know, I've seen a lot of great scenery in my time, you know, so, um, as my husband Tom says, you know, as you, as you get older, it's sort of like some of the things from your bucket list fall to your, um, not so important list, but so I, I you know, I, I don't have a burning desire to go to Antarctica like I did a few years ago. I still want to go to Morocco. It's a spot I haven't mm. been to mm. that that appeals to me.
2: Where would you never go again? Oh, oh. gosh.
5: I don't think there's any place. I there's
2: nowhere go. you don't like? You've never been robbed? like, <laughs> like. Uh, No. Okay.
5: No. And, uh,
2: there's uh, got to be somewhere you like the least. You're like, yeah, I did it and I don't need to go back.
5: Oh gosh, that's really a, a tough
2: one. I don't know. What's your least favorite corner of the? I don't think i
5: I don't think I'd ever go back to Tahiti. I, it, you know, it's a long way to go, and, um, it, it, you know, for my money, Hawaii's more interesting okay. than Tahiti. So I guess I'd say that. Does that sound real snobby? No, <laughs> no. Uh,
3: no Hawaii is awesome. That's one of the few places I've been. It's. Yeah, Amazing. for my
5: money, I, I think Hawaii is probably the best tropical destination yeah, fantastic. That, that I'd go to.
4: What about overrated? So maybe not your personal opinion, but is there anywhere you take people and they're like, oh, this wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be?
5: Oh, gosh, that's a good question, too, isn't it? Um, gosh...
0: Uh, None of these places will be offended. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's let it go. Well, yeah. Good. Good. I don't
5: know. I think people tend to be a little, um, judgmental about Jamaica in yeah. particular. I, I
0: totally agree with that.
5: Yeah. Um, happens to be <laughs> uh, really, yeah. yeah. my husband grew up in Jamaica. His father had a hotel there. So we really love, uh, Jamaica a lot, but again, sometimes it changes your, your paradigm and, um, once you know a little bit more about the 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 history and the culture, you know of of the island. So I would I would have to say Jamaica is one of those uh, places that people are sometimes disillusioned with.
3: Have you visited Goldeneye?
5: I have, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. Did you?
3: No, but I, that's, <laughs> if I went to Jamaica, that's the one thing I would yeah, want to do. I would want to do like a where Bond Ian tour, Fleming. Right?
5: Yeah, but yeah, well, in the hotel that my husband. Uh, Family owned actually was was in one of the James Bond movies. No kidding. Actually. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well,
3: now I'm getting oh. into this.
0: Like, I'm gonna let's... I'm gonna mess up the, both the Bond movie and the name of the hotel. But in, when we went to the Bahamas, there's a hotel that I think is in the opening scene of one of the James Craig or not, not James Craig <laughs> Daniel Craig Daniel Craig okay. uh, <laughs> Bond movies. That was, was and we drove by. Yep, yep, that's where he walked by. We saw yeah. that. Well, Sarah wants to go. My wife really
3: wants to go to Aruba. Um, that's something we've discussed and we've been planning it for our 10th anniversary that's one of my
5: least favorite
2: places I was going to follow up and ask about the Caribbean because it sounds like the Caribbean has got so much personality and I wanted to know what you thought was like the best Caribbean destination because there's so much different things you right? can do depending on where you go.
5: Yeah. Well, it, it, and the reason why I don't like Aruba is because it's so uninteresting. I mean, there's uh, <laughs> so, no, 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 no. I mean, I like things got that, that are really, babe. <laughs> 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 I mean, but what people Next love about trail. Aruba is that it's um you know, it's beautiful beaches and they like everything's imported, so the food tastes like miami you know because isn't it just like casinos
2: there. and nice restaurants and just flat boring yeah. sand yeah, yeah. i
5: yeah. mean it is flat at, with those DVDV DV trees that you see that are always like leaning in all the brochures that's because the wind is so strong <laughs> you know that. so i mean they grow nothing there but aloe you know the yeah. seafood is good Very of density. course and as i said the the food scene is you know, people love the food scene because it's like all home. imported yeah. food. Yeah, and yeah. restaurants like you get at home. Maybe, so, it's,
3: maybe it's the Dutch. Same with they. the Turks and
5: Caicos. So, you know, people. Oh, I love the Turks and Caicos. It's so uninteresting. Um, uh,
2: so, yeah. where would you steer them instead? Like, it, okay, Caribbean, we can do that. But like, what, what do you think is a better destination for the the Duluths?
5: Well, you know, is um, you know, I like the um, I like Jamaica. You know, I I think there's a lot of uh you know, a lot of uh culture there. The US and the um, British Virgin Islands are really fantastic. Um, there and, are too
3: many Michigan political people that live in the <laughs> US Virgin Islands. So I don't think I could do it.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'll I you know what I really love is Saint Lucia. I don't mm. I don't know if you've we have a couple of friends that got married
1: this summer that went Two sets of friends that went to Saint Lucia on their honeymoon and And? raved about it. Yeah, I feel
2: like that's the one that I think sounds like the one I. If I'm going to go to one, that's the one I want to do.
5: Yeah, which has
1: great hiking on top of like the beaches and
5: you know,
4: kind of like a well-rounded experience. I mean,
5: it's it's volcanic, so it has this real you know um, dramatic um, topography. And uh, then on top of it, it has a lot of rich people, so um, <laughs> hang out there. You know, some of the, the the most expensive resort in all the Caribbean is in uh, Saint Lucia, which really? is Jade Mountain. I thought it
2: was St. Barts. Is that not the most expensive spot? Um,
5: I yeah, that because that's French. Okay. Um, so that's pretty expensive. But I think the most expensive is Jade Mountain okay. in uh, in Saint Lucia. So, yeah.
3: That one's probably not on the list. Though.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm like Joe. Can I do it affordably? Yeah. Let's figure that out. What is the, what's the best meal you've ever had?
5: You know, I would have to say, um, uh, on my 50th birthday, I turned 50 in Paris. And um, As people do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was it was a restaurant called La Perche. I'm I'm a pescatarian, so I don't eat meat. So this is they say you know the you know carrots at the price of caviar. So it, 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 it they have seafood there, um, but it's a fresh re, a French restaurant on the on the left bank, and it was really interesting because we walked in, you know, and uh, we sit down, and I'm looking at Tom, and he's got this, he's kind of getting this. His face is turning white and he can't figure I'm like perusing the menu and having a great time and we're drinking French champagne and and the ladies' menus don't have prices.
2: So he's like looking
5: at the menu with these <laughs> with prices wide yeah, eyes. exactly and he's kind of like <laughs> freaking out. But yeah, it was I wanted a treadmill. That was my fiftieth birthday. Gift that I wanted, and we walked out, and I said to him, I just ate my treadmill. Yeah, I think dinner was maybe seven, eight hundred dollars for the
3: two of us. Yeah. But you could have gone to know, London for five minutes.
5: Yeah, <laughs> you could have. But, but you know but It's the best of, meal of our whole life.
3: <laughs> right. Worth
5: it? I don't know. I say yes. I say yes. But, and you know, a lot of times I say to people, you know, you don't really remember what you spend, but you remember. The uh, experience, and that's what I try to encourage people to do because it's um, sometimes hard to get over that leap of the cost
0: mm-hmm. of going. So, Carly, did you get the name of that place? To You're gonna with? have to send
4: me send me a
1: text. I my my best meal was also in Paris. Where what, what where was that? I? Don't even know. It was like this tiny little open air restaurant that was like a hole in a wall that my. I was on a study abroad. My professor knew of it, and it was just like five courses of just the best, and the wine was flowing. It was a great
2: time. Yeah, <laughs> it was.
5: It was a great time. Yeah, the the food in France and, and Italy too is, I think, another bucket list kind of a.
2: Uh, what would your Italy trip B. Yeah, what's your 10-day
5: itinerary? It's because in so I feel like there's a, <laughs> there's
2: so
1: much to do in Italy. Let me know. Yeah.
5: Well, there that's one of the countries I think too where people can really make mistakes and mm-hmm. having getting some good travel advice. Italy. But I think yeah, yeah, in my in my view, um Joe, I think it if it's your first trip to Italy, you have to do Rome, Florence and Venice at least and and try to stay um, focused. It depends on how much time you have. And that's another thing. People also then want to go to Como and then they want mm-hmm. to go to the, um, you know, Mulfi Coast. But
2: see, I think I'd rather do that. Do but the coast? Yeah, do the coast. And, like, Rome doesn't sound appealing to me. Why do I need to go to Rome?
5: Really? That's one of my favorite <gasps> The history. I, just, I don't, know. I could, I could I don't
2: li- care. I mean, do, I do, do, but I don't... I don't
1: oh, my God. I don't see the Coliseum. He not hasn't going left the country, country so he doesn't know how, like...
2: But the Amalfi like, Coast looks in it. amazing. I would love to go there, and I'm not, I'm not even a beach guy, but I just think it looks cool.
1: Yeah, you I
5: turned sixty there, Jeez. so which, which speaks to which speaks to milestone right. travel. And again, your kids would never remember what you gave them for Christmas ten years from now. No, but they'll remember that that they that you gave them this trip. You know?
4: I've heard that always turn a new decade in a different country. Then you don't get depressed about your age oh, make sure, sure you're somewhere
1: oh i'm starting that yeah, <laughs> yeah my husband Canada,
4: wanted <laughs> <laughs> well
1: i got some years till i'm to 30 so i got time yeah, oh to plan oh my depressed gosh
4: about
5: where are you gonna go for your 30th have you <laughs> i don't know
1: i just i just decided that's a good plan i don't know maybe Italy. at worst paris right
5: yeah yeah
0: at worst is there anything you've learned about what kind of person like I'm basing up Joe's comment here like what kind of person goes to Rome and wants to go sit on a fancy beach or Italy and which kind of person goes and wants to see all the historical stuff or the sightseeing or history uh, is there anything that you picked up about people in general by what their travel preferences are
5: yeah um and i think that's another reason why i i'm looking to do the the podcast that, that Kara's talked about and the YouTube is because, you know, it, like my husband said, travel's like art. You know, it's different things to different people. And when you sell every destination to every personality type, I think it gives you a, a unique um, spin on travel. And it's um, it's trying to figure out, you know, what people really like. But I think as far as personality types, um, you know, the people that like Rome, I think, are typically people that are real history buffs and uh, uh, food buffs. A so Ryder Cup is going to be in, in Rome next year. That should be kind of interesting, too. But uh, And what's interesting, too, is a lot of times when you're doing couples, right, the oh, yeah. husband has one desire like wants to go to the beach and the wife really wants to see Rome and so a lot of times the women take the men kicking and screaming and that's where I think Tom was always unique because Tom and I would do our consultation with couples because men aren't really anxious about about traveling um so yes it's it's fascinating
2: what's the most remote place you've ever been
5: Gosh, you know, we we've done some pretty remote things. I would have to say probably um the Peruvian Amazon okay. was uh was pretty remote. Um my husband wanted to turn 60 at Machu Picchu which we pulled off and then he wanted to see pink dolphins and I don't know I don't. Do you guys know much about pink dolphins? I, <laughs> I didn't, didn't know I much about that. But yeah, they, came yeah in pink. <laughs> they 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 have necks, and you know, so oh. this was one of the things he had to do. So we went out of I- Iquitos. Have you ever heard of Iquitos? No. Mm-mm. And um, we had heard that there, there was only one golf course on the um, um, on the the Amazon there, and they actually give you a, a machete. When when you go out to play golf in wellies, I mean, and it it was it was like bizarre. So we sailed out of there and went down the Peruvian Amazon, and we did see pink dolphins. Oh, good! Wow!
0: Did they live live up to the hype? Time, yeah, for him, yeah, it's, he
5: seemed happy. So. <laughs> it
0: was his birthday. <laughs> yeah,
5: right.
0: <laughs> you got a treadmill, you got a big yeah, golf. Yeah. yeah, and
5: you know, northern Thailand's really remote, too, and really exotic, and uh, yeah. Are, any of you animal lovers that, yeah?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nature you can't, can't not. Yeah. Anna, you have to... Yes.
5: Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, you're already drifting off to your. What's your favorite place?
0: Anna's been all over the place.
5: Croatia. Really? Mm. Now, see, I haven't been there, but that's the the latest hotspot.
4: It's it's like a combination of Spain and Italy, in my opinion. Wow. And you get the history, but also the beach
5: and the topography the is really dramatic too. Hiking. Right. And the food. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. The food and talk the wine. About the food there, yeah, incredible.
2: Yeah, that's my favorite. How about you? I've been nowhere.
1: Lansing, Michigan. Diamonddale. <laughs> 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 <I've
4: been nowhere. laughs>
1: probably. No, probably the UP.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, That's I don't have a passport, so I have not done much traveling at all yet but i, I do love the up but um i'm pretty it's boring.
5: addictive though right yes i mean yeah. it's sometimes i feel like a drug dealer mm-hmm. here try this you know and then it's like <laughs> i have to go it, it those really... are the
0: mexican trips <laughs>
5: <laughs> i love mexico Party favors
0: i do well, I think for a lot of people, a big trip is a daunting thing. It's a, it's a lot. Of, and it feels like it's more work than it may be worth. But once you do right. it the first time or second time and realize, oh, I can do this, mm-hmm. then it's like, I want to go all the time.
5: Yeah. And, you know, as you get older, life's somewhat predictable. You know, you kind of have the certainly the the day by day. uh um, routine down but when you travel it's it's like remember well you're probably all too young to remember the um wizard of oz you know when it's all in black and white and then she, you open the doors and it's all in color it's it's kind of Do like You
2: think we haven't seen the wizard
0: of oz <laughs> <laughs> Is that still a thing? Yeah yeah okay. What's your favorite place in the United States to go? Mm.
5: Oh, that's... I'm embarrassed to say I haven't done as much in the United States <laughs> as a lot of other people have, but I love New Orleans. I was just in Austin for the first time. Have any of you ever been to mm-hmm. Austin? Well, It's Steve, fun, you've yeah. Done, yeah. I've, well, been,
2: I've been in some places domestically, but yeah? Um, but yeah.
5: I didn't realize it was the live music capital of the world. They like I mean, to say that, yeah. yeah. They it's, like it's, to say that? <laughs> <laughs> you think they're lying?
1: I don't know. Yeah.
2: Uh, I haven't been sure there in didn't a while see it's,
0: any. it's been I was there I didn't see live music
5: I feel like Austin's just exploding Yeah Yeah well we went there to see a cumbia band that um again it was Tom's birthday and he wanted to go see this cumbia band that it's, band it's Jenny and the Mexicats so uh, yeah they happened to be in Austin so um, that was the reason why we went there it was really it was really cool So I I um yeah, so I like New Orleans cities that are a little bit... I love New York, of course, and Chicago. I'm a city person. So okay. Obviously, Joe, you're not,
3: but... Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Chicago's I love Chicago is great.
5: I love Chicago. Yeah. I always thought I wanted to live there on Lakeshore.
4: What is an underrated place that's kind of not on people's radar yet?
5: I would say Iceland is is sort of one of those places. Um, personally, I th- I think Egypt is a place that everybody should have. You been? No, that's on my list. Yeah, that that is a is a place that that everyone should should go. Um, uh, the um, gosh, Alaska is of course. A, you know, must do. Alaska is the most repeated destination in the world. Would you have thought that? I would have thought Paris, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's just you know the the wilderness, and and I think now after COVID, all the I haven't done the national parks in the U.S. Have any of you? I've
2: been
0: a few, yeah. Yeah, few. they're I, awesome. They're always what, awesome. That's
5: why. That's why I think you know I I travel so much offshore, and there's so many cool things to do here.
0: Do most people do Alaska by cruise?
5: Well, you know, Matt, you have to go on the water. Right, um, it's, it's a uh, lot
0: of land to cover.
5: Right. So, but I mean, to really see the dramatic scenery that I think we all think of Alaska, which are the um, glaciers and the the calving, and that it you have to you have to cruise uh, a little bit. But you can do it anywhere on a from a thirty passenger ship you know on up it doesn't have to be the um that the a lot of people are anti cruising me being one of them I was going to me ask too. you that. I was going to ask you if you are <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. cruise, cruise or anti cruise Well you know it, it again it, it's hard to say I mean I, I've been I've cruised so much that I think that's why I'm a little anti cruise I'm also you know um you're there for such a short period of time but I've been on six thousand person ships and thirty passenger ships, so um, it really depends. But for me, if I, I, I'm, I don't think I would probably choose to cruise anymore.
1: Have you done a European river I have, cruise? Did I've you done, like that?
5: I've done every Europe. Uh, can I snap again? I've been <laughs> on every river in Europe and three different European. Um, river cruise lines. What was so the that, best one? Well, see, you know, people say to me, well, well, which is the best one? And I say, let me check prices, and then I'll tell you, because <laughs> it's exactly the same river. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've been on Avalon, Uniworld, and um, Viking, of course, and uh, they're very, uh, you know, they're similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Avalon. It's Swiss, you know, so it, it has a, a nice spin to it, but Viking was great. I
3: I I can't imagine ever going on a cruise, and this is actually coming to a head at home because Asher recently saw my oldest recently saw the movie Titanic.
0: For the first uh, time, and now he wants to go on a cruise, and, <laughs> and now he wants.
3: Apparently, <laughs> they're constructing or they're planning or they're building the Titanic two. Yeah, yeah, and so Asher is convinced that he's going to do that. He's saving his money. He says he's trying to do extra chores so that he can go on the Titanic two. And I keep asking him, "Who's going with you, kid? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm not going on that Titanic. It's a ship called the Titanic. <laughs> he'll probably be saving for a while, so it might. Just
1: yeah, he might just have to save until out. he's 18 well, yeah. he'll do it
3: He himself. and his friends <laughs> have been looking at. Okay, well, if we if we travel in the third class, which is when we're all in like one room with like eight people on a bunk that's only 200 and some dollars a, a ticket so we could do that like, good luck and
0: it'll it's be amazing. like they were on the real titanic yeah, the real Titan- yeah. Yeah.
5: but what's your prejudice against cruising
3: i don't want to i'm be with you nick i don't like cruising on the water with a bunch of people and i can't get away from them and sickness runs through the ship and i would get seasick i have many prejudices against <laughs> cruising and also if you're going to travel i would rather travel and go see something that I find personally interesting as opposed to being dropped off at tourist trap It seems like a
2: really lazy way to go do vacation to me. I'm like, just put in the extra effort and actually go somewhere and plan a cool trip. Don't get on a cruise. That's how I feel, but I also don't know anything.
3: Um, And and I'm I'm like, instead of... Like, Rome would be interesting to me because I am a history buff, but I'd rather go explore like the least explored castle yeah. in England. Like, yes. Like, put me somewhere that there aren't a bunch of people and it's not a normal maybe thing. Maybe we'll go
2: on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And let me just sort of that's explore on works. my own,
3: you know? Carly, no, I'll go to Paris with you. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you guys don't, have fun. Don't drop me where everybody's hanging out. <laughs> and, yeah. That's true. That's exactly how I feel, yeah.
5: But uh, there's uh, the reason why they're hanging out there is because it's so interesting, yeah, you know. Yeah. So,
2: but that I ruins mean, it, yeah. Know, and but, because but,
3: everybody's doing it,
2: and I don't know, I don't need to see it. I don't care. I just
5: you don't have
1: to be contrary just for the sake of it's, it. That's how I am. I'm not.
3: It's, you know, one of my favorite things we did when we we were in Hawaii, um, we found it was in one of those little yellow guidebooks. You know, you can pick up. We were on Oahu, and there was one little page that said, you know, if you want to go see like hidden waterfalls check out this thing but you might not be able to find it. You have to cut through some farmer's field, look for this sort of place and and maybe you can find it. If you see this sign, that means that it's, you know, somebody might be there. And so we followed all these little things and we found this little this little waterfall and there were a bunch of locals there. By a bunch, I mean like a dozen. Jumping off the waterfall And so I You know Went and jumped off the waterfall A couple times It was great And there was a little sign With tick marks You know A number of people That have died here Do not jump So like That was fun And then we went And then we went And we we went um, For our honeymoon It was shortly after The show Lost Had gone off the air Mm -hmm. And Lost was filmed In Hawaii And I really enjoyed The movie The show Lost And The Others Did anyone watch it? Watch Lost? You did
1: I watched Yeah
3: So The Others Yeah They had the camp Mm-hmm. Um, on, on lost we went and just drove up sarah and i by ourselves and went and found the others camp where they had done the shooting because it was an old like uh, ymca church camp or something and what, uh, what island was, it that? All, was that on it was that oahu? on oahu yeah and i that so i enjoyed cool. those sorts of like okay i'm gonna find something that people aren't checking out and check it out for myself and you don't well, get and to it's do that interesting
5: a you say that you know because a lot of people are prejudiced against oahu i happen to love Oahu and Honolulu, you yeah. know, but that's that people think there's too many people there and it's no, I, too
3: We did a week crowded. on Oahu and a week in Kauai. Yeah, I love Kauai, yeah, too. They, were, they were both great. Did you
5: go up to the North Shore? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's magical, right?
3: Yes, absolutely. Hawaii is fantastic. Highly recommended. And I, we learned it sort of, you know, the seeing the things and, and not cramming too much in we actually have a saying that we still use around the house. Don't miss the whales because we went whale watching and everybody that's out whale watching has their phones and they're trying to get the pictures and they're trying to get the video. And you're just staring at your little screen instead of like staring at creation in front of you. And and so when we, we just put our phones away and just watched and it was so much better that way. Yeah. yeah. In
5: fact, uh, another one of my husband's latest is um, do you have you ever heard of blue whales?
2: like the the animal
5: yeah the yeah. animal yeah, yeah the largest mm-hmm. animal to ever yeah. inhabit the earth right, right. Mm. and so they're they um congregate in uh, Loreto, mexico which is about six mile six hours north of cabo san lucas so uh, we're going there in I February. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That'd yeah. be cool! And I've never sent anyone ever to Loretto, Mexico. So uh, I'm looking forward. Great golf course there too. So,
2: <laughs> have you been to Scandinavia? I'm reading a travel book right now about Scandinavia, and I want to go. Have you? Done?
5: You know, I haven't. I haven't really had a uh, desire to okay, go see, that's to where Scandinavia, I want to go. <laughs> like like we're in Scandinavia.
2: I think I I think Norway would be awesome, or maybe even like I don't know. I just that corner of the world I think is just appealing to me for some reason. But there's I'm one, I what, like. Is it the Vikings? Is it like? I think it's the fact that no one goes there and it's cold <laughs> and it's like you sit in a sauna and you do. There's not a whole lot you do, but I would just eat.
4: Copenhagen is a food destination. I don't
2: see. I don't want to go to. Oh, I don't all right. To I'm just not going to talk anymore. That's that's not for me. Sure.
5: You know there's a cool speaking of cruise lines there is a, a cool uh, cruise that goes all the way from Bergen all the way up to Kirkenes, which goes along that, that entire awesome. coast and and they take like local people as well. so it's not like okay. a cruise cruise kind of a thing but you can see the entire coast of of Norway and it's Hutongruten is the name of the That the would cruise be a line. cruise
0: I would consider Yeah and <laughs> Gruten. So, if you had a week, go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt. Were you t- asking a question? Yeah. Go ahead.
4: It's a segue. Um, so, you <laughs> talked about couples wanting to do different things. How many times have you seen couples get into really bad fights on trips because their expectations are not aligned?
3: Every trip.
4: I, I think, yeah, uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah.
5: I, and that's why I said, you know, I feel real. Um, strongly about the fact that that I see that coming like you were mm-hmm. saying can you see you know can you um, anticipate people's behavior it's like you know you're a part time psychologist but yeah I think it really and how about like couples traveling together you know and and then all of a sudden you realize this isn't someone you want to spend two weeks right another couple you want to spend uh, two Mm -hmm. weeks with because of the uh the differences in attitude but yeah it's it's
1: even just friends like traveling with people tells you so much like if you get a you can get along with someone fine just being friends but then when you have to travel like there's so much stress that comes with that and like Literally being stuck with them, like it shows you a whole different the side person. Yeah, yeah.
5: But you know, going back to not getting married until you've been to Paris, or um, you should never get married to someone until you've traveled with them, right?
4: Absolutely. I mean,
5: I was reading an article recently about a gal that said she traveled with this guy before they got married and came home and immediately broke it off it's like this guy's a (laughs) jerk it tells you a lot about a a person when you travel with them doesn't it and and how they treat weight people and Mm -hmm. and handle themselves in those situations and
4: Mm -hmm. yeah are they adaptable yeah Yeah. because life never goes in a straight line things don't go as planned
5: yeah you just have to go
4: with it I remember once we,
5: uh, on our honeymoon, we got married on the way to the airport, and we just drove around Europe for three
3: weeks, and we got Wait, to... That what? sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah,
4: doesn't that sound like the perfect... You're going to have to start over and do it again, Nick.
3: You got married on the way to the airport? Yeah. <laughs> like like you stopped it flew in. to
4: Europe. Yeah,
5: yeah, you can get married at the Justice of the Peace on...
3: Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're we're going on a trip. Let's stop by the Justice. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I just want to make sure I was following. That was a,
5: that was our honeymoon. We got were going to go to Europe for three weeks, so we just got married on the way to the airport. So, um, I and uh, now you made me lose my train of thought. Sorry. Uh,
3: it was an interesting. Oh yeah. So around. we
5: arrived yeah. in Paris, and there was a uh, we had driven from the from uh, Switzerland on up, so we were tired. and We were we. Were, we're not leaving Paris, and there was a conference in town, so we couldn't find a place to stay. And the line was down the Champs de l'Élysée as far as you know the tourist aid to find a place to stay. And um, by the time we got up to it, my husband's like a really great traveler and really mellow. I don't know if you remember that oh, yeah. from about him, Matt. And but by the time we got up there, they had already identified time and line as a cool headed kind of guy and they had three hotels already available hi you know here, here's your three choices <laughs> just because of how you uh, act you know and smile at people and you know it, it makes a huge difference in your travel experience where has the kindest people
1: like the most like adaptable like well accommodate you as a tourist because um, i found the french were kind of rude
4: <laughs> they're very rude
1: so like what's the opposite of that like who was like really nice when you traveled?
5: you know i i really like the egyptians they have like this really playful per, um sense of humor which mm-hmm. i think you know you wouldn't necessarily um Think of um, in in Egypt. So I think uh, the Egyptians have a uh, a really great sense of you. People in St. Lucia are really mm. kind. And
0: uh, um, I thought for a second you were going to say St. Louis, and I thought that's St. <laughs> 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 <Saint> Lucia's... Lucia.
1: <laughs> Those Midwestern values right. they run deep. <laughs> yeah.
0: If, okay. Last question. We'll let you go. If you were gonna, if you had one week. You and Tom had one week to go someplace or do one thing. What would it, where would you go? What would it be?
5: You know, we were, we were saying there's only one, there, there are only like three original Ritz Carlton's in, in the world. And the last one we have left is the Ritz in Paris. So probably we would go to, we would go to Paris. I would say.
0: Where's your next trip?
5: Well, we're going to Loretto in February, February, and then um, Tom turns 70, so he gets to choose where he wants to go for, for that milestone trip, and we're talking about Morocco. Um, I, I love the south of Spain, too. Did Did you say you've been to Spain?
4: I have. I've been to Marbella and Valencia and Alicante. Ah. Yeah. I, I love Spain. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I like Portugal as well, if you I haven't
5: been there. That, yeah, It's on my list. Yeah. So we'll see what he comes up with. I think he's done every animal in the world now. So.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joy, this has been fun. This has been a pleasure. Joe's going to go out and get on Expedia right now and figure out where he's going. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> top, top of his priority list. Yeah. You <laughs>
0: Joy through of uh, uh, classic travel. And uh, it's been a thrill to talk to you and all yeah, the thank advice. You, thanks so much for having me. <laughs> we'll be right back.
4: Mm-hmm. Oui, oh, oui, so Joe, what
1: is
0: what is your favorite place you've ever gone? Barager. Your favorite vacation, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> um, honestly, it was probably the UPU that we did last summer. I liked it a lot. I'd, I'd I'd live in Marquette, um, if I didn't have family in Lansing. I loved it.
3: Did you go to the on
2: No, and that was like the one part we didn't do. Like I I wanted to do another trip and go do that was a like, couple things that we didn't touch because I feel like you could spend four days in Keweenaw easily and like do what a she of cool said stuff. about
1: like not overdoing it like we were like very much on the edge of overdoing it that trip like the wednesday that we were up there i was like dead because we had been hiking and doing like all this stuff all week. I was like, I, my body like basically shut down. So I think
2: we got to we the new really, Airbnb, I made dinner and we watched like three episodes of One Tree Hill and that was our, <laughs> like, I almost, our midweek reset.
1: We couldn't get into the Airbnb until a certain time. I like thought I was going to vomit in a Meyer bathroom. That's how bad I was doing. Like my body was just pissed. I think I was overtired. But anyway, there's so much to do up there. Yeah. And it's like we went all the way over to the Porkies, so we like totally skipped the Keweenaw Peninsula. But did you go to like the to Clouds? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome! It was really cool. I want to go there.
2: It was sweet. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, and I would love to do it in the fall because that would just yeah. be gorgeous.
3: So, is Hawaii, I would is go Hawaii
0: there. your favorite trip?
3: My, I haven't taken a lot of trips, and I've enjoyed all the trips I've taken. Which is like two <laughs> or three. <laughs> I I loved Hawaii. We and we did Hawaii. We so Sarah and I are both Type A, firstborn planners, um, and so we had a line by line like for the entire honeymoon for the two weeks, and we scheduled in like break days and like yeah. this day we're we have nothing on the schedule. If we sleep all day, it's fine, and and then we had other things, you know.
1: You need out. the sleep days; they're right. important. Yeah, they're important.
3: <laughs> um, but it was great. Um, but the history buff me—I—I I went to Israel, mm-hmm. and um, I was just incredibly blessed to be able to take that trip and to take it the way I took it, um, not going with a church group where you're, you know, doing the same old, like, you know, the same old stuff that you have to do, but just. Because of the circumstances, I was in a private tour group with with four people, (laughs) and a professional tour guide who took us wherever we wanted to go, and we checked out like just off the road, off the beaten path, historical sites, and like found an old Roman idol of the god Pan in the middle of like the wilderness, like crazy things like that. Um, And so it was just an amazing trip. Like a like a life changing sort of a trip, yeah. and so, the history in Israel is yeah. you're walking over like pottery, like sh- broken pottery everywhere you go. Yeah, and and I even made the comment at one point. I'm like, so what's this? Like three, four hundred years old? And the guy goes, that's probably eight hundred years old. I'm like, it's eight hundred years old. Yeah, but it's so common, like it, it's just used for gravel. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, you know, you're talking it's about the cradle of civilization yeah. over there. What about you?
0: My f- favorite trip. Yeah. Uh, you know, thinking back on it, and I was, you were talking about your, your getting sick trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Brenda and I did oh, the five days thing. in the boundary waters yeah. in between oh. uh, Minnesota and Canada. And she tells this story better than I do, but we totally overdid it. Yeah. We had been like weekend canoers, like, oh, let's take a nice little paddle down the, down the river and maybe let's hike a little bit. But this was carry everything in carry your canoe up and down mountains and on day three i was so dehydrated and you're living off of like the what you can the freeze-dried food in these bags you're supposed to put hot water in and it's like you know beef stroganoff it's not it's it's not beef (laughs) stroganoff but by the third night i was so dehydrated that i was i I think i had some sort of like i was i was sick i was going crazy yeah and i was mapping out to her how if we paddled really really hard if we got up really early the next morning and paddled really, really hard, we could get back a day and a half early. Yeah. And she's like, we can't, we can't do that. We can't do that. So like, you're not making any sense. You need to drink some water. Because I'm like, no, we can do, we need to get out of here now. Yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah. what do you do
1: in that situation? Like, you're literally out. She's like, pull, your slaps of me. I was like,
0: pull yourself together.
1: <laughs> How old were you? Were you married?
0: Yeah, we were, we were in our late, it was, yeah, pre, I don't know, late 20s. Early, yeah, thirties, early thirties. Okay. Yeah. Oh, was, but it, uh, you know, in retrospect, once we survived, it was it was awesome. Yeah, it's best best Fourth of July ever because we were on a island on a lake, all by our. We are the only two people on this entire lake. Yeah. Because we knew awesome. there was one campsite on the whole lake, and we were at it, and there was not a. We didn't see a single or hear a single firework.
1: Yeah, that's that cool. pretty awesome.
0: But subway, uh, the sandwich at Subway when we came out of the Boundary Waters, is probably the best sandwich I've ever had. <laughs> we were just talking about that, I got a tuna melt too. sandwich, and I'm like, this is the best sandwich I've <laughs> ever had.
1: We were just talking about that because we got Subway when we did the hike out to, like, what is it called? Like, Turnip Rock or something? Something uh, rock.
2: I can't remember when we got it, but yeah.
1: <laughs> we got out to the beach, and we're like, yes, we have
2: Subway in <laughs> our oh, pack. Yeah, like, this bright, is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> cool.
0: Anna, how about you? Did you say what your favorite place was? Croatia. Croatia.
4: I have to say that because...
0: That's right. You have to. Michael
4: might be listening.
0: Does he listen to the podcast?
4: I don't think so. Okay. What's your your low-key favorite? What's second? Spain. Okay. For sure. Because it has the beach, Joe, and the hiking and the culture and history. So you can do either or. You can do both what's I'm funny not a beach is guy, he doesn't I, even yeah. like the beach so i don't know why
2: It's not the beach part of it it's just like the oh cool look at this like city built up in these it like, is really cool it, it, looking <laughs> it's just what it is like
4: we I, hiked to the top of an old castle and you could see literally africa like the tip of africa
0: it's crazy yeah that'd be cool can't yeah. do that here. but could other people see it too
2: <laughs> it okay needs right to be an experience yeah. for
1: just him. I know not
2: worth it. So, <laughs> so, it. I just yeah. don't need to go stand with 8 million people right. and stare at the Vatican and be like, oh, yeah,
3: that's so cool. My, my I like, told this story whatever. before, but probably not on the podcast. My first night in Jerusalem, I was on my own because they had lost my luggage. I had no clothes, and, like nothing, just what was on my back. And I was going to be there for a week. And so I had to find something to wear. And meanwhile, my my party um, had like a meeting with an Israeli general the next day, like some crazy, you know, fancy thing. And so they're all out at some like pre dinner with this general guy, and I can't go. I'm wearing like my airport clothes, and so I'm wandering around. Is during an intifada, I'm run, wandering around Jerusalem at night, looking for some sort of Western, some sort
2: of haberdasher,
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> But it was awesome. Like I was, I'm like, I'm in Jerusalem by myself at night, wandering past men with machine guns. This is so cool. I didn't, I just really enjoyed it. It wasn't touristy. It was like exploring on my own. And you felt
0: like you were in a movie. That's what I find land on. It. Nick Nick felt like he was in a, there. Guys with guns walking down the <laughs> yeah, streets. Yeah. I was the very boring extra in a movie. Yeah. That was great. Well, this was anything but boring. Joy is a thrill. I had lunch with her a few months ago. She's planning a podcast, um, called the I think called the Joy of Travel. Yeah, so everyone keep an eye out for that. Well, we will share it when she if if she uh, gets that together But that would be that would be cool. And I told her I thought you could talk for days about travel Yeah, and people would find it interesting and I think she just proved it. We did we did not we did our best to dispel that But she I think proved that talking about travel can be fun. So Joy Thrun of classic travel The joy of travel has been our guest uh, For Nick Anna Joe Carly. This is Matt and we'll talk to you next time.
4: Chérie, des bêtises par centaines, bébé. Je ne veux pas de requiem.